All right, guys, welcome back to Property Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Kaminsky, stepping in for Dave Dubois. He's working on the next big thing. Um, if you've ever thought about getting into real estate investing, a lot of people think, okay, I could probably, you know, make some money or, you know, build some wealth and, you know, have some rentals. But my guest tonight had an interesting, you know, thought about it. He said, things are getting expensive. I'm going to buy something that I can, you know, put into my seven-year-old's hands. Not today, obviously, but down the road, he's going to have something to leave behind. And it might just be something that people don't need to spend a little bit more time thinking about. And tonight on the show, coming from Georgia, Gildes Dosa. How are you doing tonight? No well, no well. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good up here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Big difference between the weather, I'm sure. Today it's cold and <laughs> raining, and we're gonna get snow probably on Wednesday. How's the weather oh, down wow. there? Not, not that's not for me. Here it's pretty, it's it's pretty chill right now. We're in the upper sixties, so at night it gets to upper fifties. So it feels good. Feels good. Yeah, I mean, other than that, we 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 just had some clients uh, run a webinar last week and raised just shy of a million dollars for their their project so you know that's that's always a, a big win for, for the team wonderful. so yeah we're feeling good um <laughs> it, tell me i mean this is a big question everybody always wants to know every networking event you're shaking hands you say how'd you get started in real estate you know where's the origin story here for you okay um thank you for having me i really appreciate this uh how do i start how did i start um I remember back in 2014, 2015, mm -hmm. uh, I've started thinking about different ways to invest. Uh, everybody was saying you have to invest in something. Um, I really, I researched and then uh, I found out that, okay, real estate is, is pretty much a good avenue to use because um, no matter what, people are always going to need a house, a roof, beyond yeah, somewhere to live yeah um, definitely so yeah i found that out back then i was in college i was doing computer science but i didn't really get into it uh, I thought, okay that's good uh, i didn't get into it until 2019 2020 where uh, by then i had uh, my son uh 2020 he was about five years old uh, and I, I was thinking okay what am i doing I'm going to work, I'm coming home, going back to work, coming home. I'm not really leaving something great for my son. And that's when I thought about, hey, I was doing some research. I was thinking about real estate. Let me get back into it and see. Um, and then I started going through different uh, meetings uh, and then started reading different books, listening to uh, different videos especially on mm -hmm. youtube and then i was like all right that's that's something that i i probably need to start doing because yeah. i realized that uh, there were the, the word nowadays is more and more getting expensive especially with the inflation interest rate going up after the uh pandemic i really thought that i need to make sure i can leave something uh, to my son, something that he can pretty much use and secure his life with. And that's when everything started. 2019, mm -hmm. 2020, 
really started uh, getting into this uh, this space. So yeah. Any uh any books that you would recommend that really had an impact on you know for people who are looking to get started? Well, everybody, a lot of people talk about it, rich dad for that. Obviously, mm -hmm. um, I I read that. Um, but another one is the four hour work week. Yeah, that's uh, a big one yeah, for people Tim getting Ferris. started. Yes, um, I read that one. It didn't talk much about real estate. Mm -hmm. But how do you structure your, I can say, your daily routine? How do you... Yeah, like your daily actions. Yes, emphasis on what's really important. Um, so once you decided uh, once you decided to get into real estate, what did you finally do? Because some people go flips, some people do wholesales. You know, what's uh, what was your flavor of choice when you decided I'm going to do something in real estate? So I thought about the long-term approach. Mm -hmm. um, I'm building I'm, i want to build something that eventually 10 20 years from now is going to you know kind of fluctuate or bring um a, a lot of profit so because my son is he's young so by then yeah, he'll 10 years much have something you know, ready to to use so that made me think about doing buy and holds so buy mm -hmm. properties uh, hopefully something that I can uh, rehab and then put it into uh, some uh, rent. Mm -hmm. Yes. So everybody's got the the story of the first one. You're still, I guess you're in the process of refinancing that one now. You've already got it like uh, fixed up. Or are you still working on it? Yes. Uh, the first one, my very first one, I just got about uh, three months ago. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, by now, it's been uh, the rehab has been done. Mm -hmm. Now it's on the market. I just posted it on the market uh, for rent, mm -hmm. literally like last week. Yeah. So yes, I just started. It's a it's a small single family, three one three bed one bath. Uh, that yeah, that's the good. That's what you want, right? A two bed, a two bed. You have people moving out constantly because you can't get a family. You get like the guy and his girlfriend and their office right. their home office and then they get in a fight and boom now you got need a new tenant so the three bed one bath is uh, a much better thing because you can actually get two kids rooms and the parents and right. they stick around for three or five years so yes yes um any any uh interesting challenges that you want to let people know about on this particular project challenges, I, know you, uh... I know you said it was like uh took you about a year to find this thing where in line of that would that that challenge come from? Like, well, how did it take uh, a year? What were you up against? It took a year um, because I was, especially, I was putting a lot of offers out, seeing mm -hmm. properties, putting out offers that were getting denied. Uh, but it was a lot about my uh, my numbers, the mm -hmm. way I was running the numbers. Uh, I was very very conservative. Um, and I didn't really look at the the market. How is it going? What are people really paying for uh, on their properties when they try to buy something? Mm -hmm. I wasn't really looking at that. Um, so always focus on my numbers. And I was pointing offers like that until, I guess, six months ago um, from a RIA meeting. Um, some of my mentors were like, 
okay, how about you review your strategy? How about you review your numbers? Uh, maybe you you might need to make some few changes. Um, mm -hmm. We're not saying that you're going to don't think about making money, but mm -hmm. there should be a way for you to review, look at the, the market, look at what's really going on, mm -hmm. and then adjust your strategies from there. And that's what I did. I reviewed it. Uh, I was less aggressive on, on my offers. And that's when pretty much two months down the line, uh, my offer for this property that I have uh, was accepted. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, as I've trained a few people in, in my day on, on how to buy it, and sometimes um, it's either a misunderstanding or a miscalculation or just like a an over um an overcompensated offer like like right. they're making an offer that's assuming everything's going to go you know terribly and so they're like padding it with all these overages and stuff and it just it doesn't make sense cuz there's other people yes. who are more confident who aren't adding all the overages and stuff like that to their offers yeah. that are beating you out so eventually you know, you got uh, more dialed in with your mentorship, which I love to hear. And they, and they kind of pushed you in the right direction to say, Hey, you know, you don't have to be that conservative. It's buy and hold real estate, you know, like it's called yes. buy and hold. So, and you know, over time you can pretty much, um, you know, you can pretty much straighten anything out over time. Now, after this project, so let's talk about what, you, what you're working on now, right now you're working on renting that out. And I guess you're turning around and going back into the market looking for uh, another buy and hold, or are you going to try something more like a flip? Like uh, what, what is it, what are you actively working on now? This, so, now that that's done. Right. That's a good question. Um, So I'm looking at the market now. Um, I'm trying to find something that I can pretty much flip, mm -hmm. uh, trying to build some capital. Um, I yeah. do have some reserve, but I'm thinking about, getting something, building that capital, and then using some of that capital for the next buying hold. So that's where I, I want to go. I want to just focus on fix and flip and then buy and hold. So every mm -hmm. time I, maybe every time I do one or two flips, I can use some of that capital and then invest it in one or two uh, buying holds. So, yes. yeah, yeah. Um as far as as far as capital goes right now you're self-financed then i guess this is all uh, your own savings and stuff on this and a hard money lo loan i think you had mentioned so yes i have a hard money um, loan that i used for the purchase uh, but the whole rehab was uh, from my own uh, money so i used a HELOC. okay so you pulled the equity primary, out yeah yes i pulled the equity out of my primary resident and i used that uh, to do the rehab. So I'm waiting now pretty much six months, which will be in January. I'll be able to refinance and hopefully pull as much as I can uh, out of that. Mm -hmm. So, so with, with the projects, are you, uh, are you working on them yourself? Like, are you, um, you know, swinging a hammer, swinging the paintbrush around, or do you hire people to do that sort of work? So for the, for the actual house and property, uh, I use a sub, I use subcontractors. Mm -hmm. um, those are the ones I use for that. Uh, but I personally just did I did the the, the manual uh, labor for the landscape. 
So mm -hmm. getting rid of any excess trees and th things like that, yeah, cleaning the grass, up. cleaning up. Yes, that's the one I, I did myself. I do not have any background in uh, construction. Yeah, I mean, we, so. we all start somewhere, especially when it's your own like project house. You're like, yeah, I can probably paint or I can probably, and people start taking on different jobs, but landscaping is yeah. one of those ones that, uh, that people take too because they're like how hard could it be right and and it all right. and it does make a huge difference um on curb appeal and things like that especially if the grass is beat up or you know the flower beds around the property yes. are, are messed up like that so um when you when you look at i guess the real question is like yeah there's money in real estate but there's money in in lots of things what what really gravitated you to um particularly the buy and hold strategy uh, for me, this is a, we're not compared to the other strategies. This is mm -hmm. kind of, personally, it's a less risky. I'm not saying it's not risky. I think it's the less risky of all the strategies in, in real estate. Having something that you can put out there, rent it, um, instead of thinking about, oh, let's, let me do a, a flip. Or let me do yeah, and hope someone short, uh hope someone pays rental. top dollar. Yeah, right, right. And so uh, I feel like at plus, I think it gives me more. I'm looking at the equity, especially down the line, 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah, because you're not t terribly worried about the cash flow. It's probably not nothing that's going to change your life. You know, if you have one tenant right. that's out of the unit, if it empty for two months. Like it pretty much nullifies the cash flow because you don't you don't need the cash flow, right? You have a, you right. said you you have a job and you a, go to work, yeah. Right, I have a job right now. I don't need the cash flow, and that's why my objective is to always buy, hold, buy, and then put those in in rentals, and then maybe twenty years from now, when I retire, mm -hmm. um, hopefully, maybe my son can take up take over all those uh, assets. Very cool. So tell me, uh, like over the next, obviously, you know, to scale up your business, you're, you're, you're going to have to like start investigating, um, you know, other people's money and, and, and stuff like that. After a few, I think you can probably manage three or four more without really having to involve uh, anyone else. I mean, it really depends on how fast uh, you want to go. All right. But over the next three years, where do you see your business going? Over the next three years, um, when I look at it, hopefully my goal is to have around eight mm -hmm. properties. Um, when I say property, I can say specifically eight doors. And hopefully uh, they're sustainable. Then I'm not losing money. Hopefully I'm, uh, everybody, I'm not looking for uh, cash flow really but it still needs to cover uh, my mortgage still needs mm -hmm. to cover all the other expenses um, yes around eight and the way i'm thinking is probably going to get into some of the small multifamily if i want to get that get there in three years because buying single ones i mean it has its plus and minus Mm -hmm. uh, but I think small multifamily, just gradually growing. So start with small multifamily. Hopefully in three years, I'll be there. And then from that point, 
uh, go to the larger multifamily. So. Yeah, there's like a, a good amount of like duplexes and triplexes down there. Yes. Um, you know, lots of property in especially like the Atlanta area. People are investing like crazy in there. So yes. Um there's yeah. there must be something to it. Now when you're looking at when you're looking at your like buy and hold futures, um you know, what's stopping you from going like right to multifamily or you know, is your next deal going to be a duplex triplex? Are you going to do a couple more singles to just kind of get your feet in there? Or, you know, what were you thinking? Um, I could say that I, I'm undecided right now. I see a lot of, I can say a lot. I see potential single family properties that I could purchase. Mm -hmm. But yes, looking at the three-year goal, I'm like, the next one should be at least a duplex. Mm -hmm. Should be at least a duplex. Uh, but obviously, I said earlier that I want to do fix and flip. Hopefully, I can get some uh, capital out of that. So right after that flip, yes, trying to do a duplex next. And slowly, yeah, there's there's uh there's lots of property out there. Lots of property yes. to to buy and hold or buy and flip or. You know, even for guys starting out, if capital is really what you're interested in, um, same advice I'd give to any of my students back in the day. If capital, like money in the bank is what you want, then you should probably start investigating doing like assignments or like uh, selling off a sub two contracts and stuff like that, because there is inherent risk and in flip. That's just my advice. Yes. Take it or leave it. But if cash is what you need to put into more buy and holds, um, finding another contract and moving it to another investor would be, it's not going to be the same money as say doing a flip, but it'll be about as fast and with way less risk. Right. So if capital, like if your focus is buy and hold and you really want to do capital, then it might be that you should, I don't know, take a look at doing assignments. Certainly it's kind of like that. flipping contracts, right? So mm -hmm. you don't have to take on all the risk, but. And I, and um, I am, I'm looking at sub two, uh, options, seller financing options. I'm looking at those, and, but I'm, I guess, learning uh, about the process. How does it really work? Well, that's something I'm doing right now. So, yeah, those are options that I also I can use definitely. Yeah. So, you know, now that you've, I always like to ask this question to guys and and girls who are just getting like kind of getting in the pool, just getting started. What's one myth that you found that you thought going in was like this and it turned out to be more like that? Something you didn't maybe uh, think it was, you know, what's the biggest myth you've encountered so far about real estate? Mm. Biggest myth. That's a good question. Um, I think we always, we always do all the, the numbers we study and we're like, okay, if you know, um, how the process goes, uh, everything will work. Uh, it's it's it doesn't work like that. It's good to have the basic. Mm -hmm. um, it's good, but until you actually do it, I mean the the experience is totally different. Yeah, it's, simulation it's totally different. versus real world execution. Like right. When you're at right. the lawyer's office signing <laughs> paperwork, and you're like, oh, I just bought a house. Yes, yeah, I bought a house, but it's like, oh, I just bought an income property and it's a whole different 
a whole yes. different, or you're signing the hard money documents and you're that, reading the mortgage terms mm -hmm. and they're like, I better mm -hmm. do this in a hurry. I better do, yes. I better, I better do, do this in a hurry. <laughs> yes. Hey, if I fail in this, that's. They're going to come. They'll get their money. Get... They always get their money. <laughs> yes. And also, so, yeah, you know, time flies when you're having fun. And if, if people want to get a hold of you, um, what's the best way that they can reach out and uh, and find you? Um, the best one is by uh, um, Instagram. Show that's dosa 21 And then you'll be. You know, you easily find me there. No problem. Shoot me an email or a text, something. They can find pictures of uh, your project, stuff like that. Uh, I haven't started posting it. Well, you better oh. post them up now because people are going to be looking for them because I just put you on like that. So, yes, yeah. I just posted it. So I just yeah, posted it for, for rent, and... but I'll mm -hmm. put it on my profile, definitely. Awesome, awesome. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show and until next time, guys, uh, see you on the next episode. Thank you.